Hello and welcome back to the 8th lesson of Geography. Today we are going to be talking about the features and structure of tropical storms. We completed a table showing the types of damage in the different categories of a tropical storm. Category 1. Sustained winds. 74 to 95 miles per hour, 119 to 153 kilometers per hour. Types of damage. Breaking trees, very dangerous winds will produce some damage, minor damage, uh, for example, Katrina 2005, falling debris, older mobile homes destroyed, and this can be preventive although. Some examples are Katrina in 2005, Lily in 2002, and Claudette in 2003. Category two. 96 to 110 miles per hour or 154 to 177 kilometers per hour. Types of damage. Smashing windows, extremely winds can cause extensive damage. Dangerous winds, well-constructed frame homes could sustain roof or siding damage. Some examples are Wilma in 2005, Ike in 2008 and Juan in 2003. Category three between 111 to 129 miles per hour, 178 to 2008 kilometers per hour. Types of damage, roof flapping, devastating damage will occur, door blown in, flying debris, significant flooding, trees lifted into the air, loss of clean water and power outages. Examples, Sandy in 2012, Jeanne in 2004 and Rita in 2005. Category four. 130 to 156 miles per hour or 2009 to 251 kilometers per hour. Types of damage. Most trees breaking, catastrophic damage will occur, collapsed roofs and walls, severe structural home damage, deadly flying debris which could kill you, heavy rains and flooding, power outages lasting months. Some examples are Charlie in 2004, Hugo in 1989 and Ike in 2008. And the last one is category five. This is 157 miles per hour plus or 252 kilometers per hour plus. Types of damage, walls beginning to fall, catastrophic will obviously occur, trees stripped and pulled out of roots, destroyed homes and months without power and water. An example is Andrew in 1992 and Felix in 2007. Some hurricane hazards are wind, waves or rip currents, tornadoes, storm surge, rainfall, inland flooding. What is a storm surge? Storm surge is an abnormal rise of water generated by a storm over and above the predicted astronomical tide. Storm tide is the water, le- water level rise during a storm due to the combination of storm surge and the astronom- astronomical tide. A storm surge is water from the ocean that is pushed towards the shore by the force of the winds swirling around the hurricane. This advancing surge combines with the normal tide and increases the water level by 30 feet or more. How it works? Warm moist air ascending from the ocean, then the eye wall, precipitation and wind is greatest here, cooler dry air descending, warm moist air spirals in the anti-clockwise direction, the eye, which is the calmest part of the hurricane, the tall cumulus clouds, a rain band produces bursts of heavy rainfall and wind. Hurricane Katrina happened in 2005 in Mississippi. It caused 1,200 deaths and $108 of billion damage. Most of the damage was done by a storm surge. A storm surge is dangerous to the environment and people. As we know, a storm surge is a rise in sea level that occurs during tropical cyclones, intense storms also known as typhoons or hurricanes. The storms produce strong winds that push the water into shore, which can lead to flooding. This makes storm surges very dangerous for coastal regions.
Tropical cyclones are circular storms characterised by high winds and heavy rainfall. They form over warm tropical oceans. The centre of a cyclone is called the eye. The eye is surrounded by a ring of clouds called the eye wall, where the winds are strongest. Surrounding the eye wall are clouds that spiral outward, calling spiralling rain bands. A storm surge is primarily caused by the relationship between the winds and the ocean surface. The water level rises where the winds are strongest. In addition, water is pushed in the direction the winds are blowing. The rotation of the earth causes winds to move towards the right towards the right in the northern hemisphere and towards the left in the southern hemisphere. A phenomenon known as the Coriolis effect. If a cyclone develops in the northern hemisphere, the surge will be largest in the right forward part of the storm. In the, in the southern hemisphere, the surge will be largest in the left forward part of the cyclone. Another factor contributing to storm surges is atmospheric pressure. Atmospheric pressure is the force exerted by the weight of the air, by the weight of the air in the water in the outer parts of the storm, causing the water to bulge at the eye and eye wall, where the winds have helped, which add to the rise in sea level. Some extra information about the features and structure of tropical storms. Structure, features and the development of tropical storms. In appearance, a tropical storm is like a huge whirlpool, a gigantic mass of revolving moist air. Tropical storms are between 482 to 648 kilometers wide and 6 to 8 kilometers high. They move forwards at speeds of 16 to 24 kilometers per hour, but can travel as fast as 65 kilometers per hour. The Coriolis force caused by the rotation of the Earth causes a tropical storm to spin. The central part of the tropical storm is known as the eye. The eye is usually 32 to 48 kilometers across. It is an area of light wind speed and no rain. It contains descending air, large towering columnar clouds around the eye. They are caused by warm moist air condensing as it rises. This leads to a very heavy rainfall and wind speeds for up to 322 kilometers per hour. How tropical storms develop. Tropical storms form between approximately 5 degrees and 30 degrees latitude. Because of easterly winds, they initially move westward. The air above the warm ocean is heated. Once the ocean water reaches at least 27 degrees Celsius, the warm air rises quickly, causing an area of very low pressure. As the air continues to rise quickly, it draws more warm, moist air up from above the ocean, leading to strong winds. The rapidly rising warm air spirals upwards, cools, condenses, and large columnar clouds form. These clouds form the eye wall of the storm and produce heavy rainfall. In the centre of the storm, cold air stinks forming in the eye of the storm. Here, conditions are calm and dry. When tropical storms reach land surface, they begin to lose their energy and die out. This is because they are no longer receiving heat energy and moisture from the ocean, which is needed to drive the storm. Tropical depressions and storms. Tropical depressions are storms which have wind speeds of less than 32 miles per hour or 34 knots. Tropical storms have wind speeds of between 39 and 119 meters per hour, miles per hour, or 34 and 64 knots. While neither of these quite hit hurricane wind speed levels, they're still extremely dangerous. You can expect shaking and bending of trees, poles, bushes, and other objects, potential power outages as a result of damage to power lines, and rain and potential flooding and falling debris. Category 1 Category 1 has hurricane wind speeds between 74 and 95 miles per hour, 64 and 82 knots. This is considered dangerous and expected to produce some hurricane damage, including everything listed above and roof above. 
Roof damage, shingles, tires, gutters, etc. Damage, some trees snapping and breaking, and heavy rain and flooding. Category 2. Category 2 hurricanes have sustained winds between 96 and 110 miles per hour, 83 and 95 knots. These hurricanes are considered dangerous and can result in the following damage. Major roof damage, many trees snapping, breaking and being uprooted and power outages lasting up to several weeks. Category 3. Category 3 and above are considered major hurricanes. These are extremely dangerous and produce significant hurricane damage. Category 3 storms have sustain, sustained hurricane wind speeds between 111 and 129 miles per hour or 96 and 112 knots. They can lead to all of the damage already mentioned and more, including the complete removal of roofs, siding, decks and other outer fixtures, major environmental damage like flying debris, trees being lifted into the air, etc., significant flooding and power outages and the loss of clean water services. Category 4 Category 4 hurricanes have wind speeds of between 130 and 156 miles per hour, or 113 and 136 knots. These are devastating in nature and can lead to severe structural damage to homes, collapsed roofs and walls, deadly flying debris, heavy rains and floods, and power outages, loss of clean water, and more lasting several weeks or months. Category 5 Category 5 hurricanes have wind speeds over 157 miles per hour, or 137 knots. These produce the most hurricane damage, lead to the largest loss of human life, and are catastrophic in all areas. Expect the following types of devastation. Destroyed homes, months without power and water, and a generally uninhabitable area. Powerful winds aren't the only deadly force during a hurricane. The greatest threat to life actually comes from the water, in the form of a storm surge. Storm surges combined with waves can cause extensive damage. It can severely erode beaches and coastal highways. The pounding waves can take out boats and buildings. As waters move inland, rivers and lakes may be affected and add to the rising flood levels. While we can't prevent a storm surge, we, can, we do have a system that can warn us of the incoming threats. As a hurricane develops over the open ocean, forecasters closely monitor its path to evaluate the risk of coastal strike. They use a computer model called SLOSH to predict storm surge heights. The model depends critically on the hurricane's track, intensity and size. Slosh uses water depths, land elevations and barriers to the flow of water to compute surges as they move inland. This data helps determine which areas may need to be evacuated. When, when a hurricane slams our coast, it's important to be aware of all the dangers. As a reminder, emergency managers want us to run from the water and hide from the wind. Don't take unnecessary risks during a storm. Conditions can change in the blink of an eye. Storm surge is an dangerous event during a hurricane, where furious winds are drively deadly flows of water from our seas to our shores. The primary impacts of tropical storms are the immediate effects of strong winds, high rainfall and storm surges. Buildings and bridges can be destroyed, people can get into difficulties in the water and roads, and railways can be damaged. Power cables and telephone lines come down, crops are ruined and water and sewage supplies are affected. Coastal habitants like beaches and mangroves can be damaged by storm surge floods. Secondary effects include landslides which can cause people to become homeless and can block roads and railways. This can cause evacuation problems and difficulties for the emergency services. There can also be food and clean water shortages.